Hello there. I'm Ryan Woods, a Spartan god. This is my own mind. You're listening to the I'm a Spartan podcast, Scott Knowles. And I'm... What the fuck am I doing this, man? This is fucking stupid. Are you kidding me? I'm doing these favors for these bums? Nah, fuck this. I'm out here. Katie, bring me some wine. I'm fucking out. Scott the Fane Knowles, and you're listening to another episode of I'm a Spartan OCR Podcast. What is up, everybody? I have got an awesome episode here with Akash Garg. He is a ultra badass. So, and I first noticed this, I guess, um, and we talk about this some, uh, last year, he come to the Carolina Ultra and ran World's Toughest Motor the weekend before, and I was like, that's insane. And then this past month, he went to New Jersey and did the Ultra in New Jersey. The next weekend after that, he went to Montana and did the Ultra in Montana, and then he did the Fayetteville and did the Ultra in Fayetteville, and the weekend after that, he went to Toughest Philly with a four-man team and they got first place. That is insane. And this guy's a badass. So if you like listening to Ultra Talk, and this is a great episode, and you're going to love it. Um, I'll do this at the end of the episode. I was kind of on the fence whether I would share this or not, because usually I don't like hash out my problems or whatever. But if you want to listen to a crazy health problem that I had with last weekend, I will put it at the end of this interview if you want to listen to that. Um, But anyway, here is the episode with Akash. Akash Garg, what is going on today, brother? A lot of work, but it's good. (laughs) I know, man. We've been like exchanging text messages back and forth when we were going to set this up, and you seem like a super busy guy. Well, I think we all are, especially nowadays, but yeah, it is a little busy and hectic. So, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, you know, how old are you? Like, where are you from and what you do for a living? Um, well, I'm 42 from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Currently, I'm a professor at Spartanburg Community College, and uh, I tend to run a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> so, are, are, you a, are you, is that the same college that they used to hold the race at, or No. <laughs> Uh, it's near it. It's actually, what was great is that race was literally 15 minutes from the house. Let me tell you, that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, and I, I was kind of like in the back of my mind since they haven't like picked an Asheville venue yet. I'm like, why don't y'all go back to Spartanburg, you know? Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'll take you out to eat right away. Then we know where to go. <laughs> yeah, man, we went to some restaurant that was there that was pretty good that year we were there. It was like a really, really fancy barbecue place, you know, but it still kind of had like a, like a chain like feel to it. It had like, was it, these, cribs? It, it may have been, it had like a lot of stonework on the inside. The best I remember. I can't remember. I, I, I'm just being honest. I, I used to work downtown there too. That's what's funny. Like that, that, when you say that, I was like, what? Yeah. But yeah, man, I bet that was cool having that race like 15 minutes from the house. 
Oh, it was great to actually have friends nearby for the race too. Like it was, you know, having my friends from here, being able to see my friends from, you know, all over, kind of see what we do. That was, now that was really neat. And a lot of them even came to the race to just first kind of see me, but then they kind of realized who else was there and kind of got into the sport, even a few people. It it was really neat. That, That was actually, that was, that was a really neat aspect that I didn't expect to happen. Right. Because they had that race uh, two years, and one year they had the Ultra. Did you do the Ultra that year? I did. Man, that I, was did, a... I did it open, though. I wasn't running um, uh, age group yet. Right. Man, that was a fun race, but it was so damn cold <laughs> that morning. <laughs> it was freezing. Yeah. Oh, my word. And the weather didn't help at all throughout the day either. They just, they didn't, and the orange mud wasn't exactly right. the... And like in the first like half mile, we went into that creek that was like knee deep. And uh, my buddy Dan Weber, he tripped and fell and just went, I mean, just went to his head in it. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I don't trip in here. <laughs> exactly. It's like, this is going to be a lot of extra weight to carry. <laughs> right. So, uh, and what did you say that you, uh, what did you say you teach, you taught? Oh, uh, I teach, uh, well, a lot of science, anatomy, phys, uh, biology, and occasionally chemistry. Oh, wow. Cool. It uh, must, all the prereqs for nursing, pretty much. That, that's kind of what they have me for. Okay, cool. Do you ever, like, uh, go to class and, like, with, like, one of those spandex, like, full anatomy suits on and, like, teach the class? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't think I, I would die if I did that. However, I have pulled out the Indian accent while I've taught the, the first day to get best with the kids when I say their names and don't freak out. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> so, did, so then they think, oh, shit, this teacher talks with an accent I can't understand. Yeah, Is that why you do it? <laughs> See, it's okay. well worthwhile. <laughs> okay, so you totally just let that out of the bag. So let's hear it. What's your Indian accent sound oh, like? Okay, let's see here. Uh, well, okay. Hello, Akash. What, what, why do you not get this question right today? You need to understand the anatomy before you go to nursing. Please come here. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's great. First day, if I go through the role like that, they're all like, oh my God, it's yeah, just a trip. Of course, I think cats out of the bag on a little bit of that. I've done it a few times. I bet that gets a lot of laughs, and it probably releases a lot of the tension in the class, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so, man, well, tell us a little bit, like, you know, what your background is in sport, man, and, like, how you come to, you know, find OCR. Oh, well, uh, high school, I ran track, uh, played basketball. I was on the bench at the basketball. I was on the bench. Uh, but... Uh, but you were part of the team, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a glorified water boy, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, like in college, I actually just focused on school. It was it was one of those things that um, went to Wake Forest for my bachelor's, and then uh, Tulane Med for my master's. But then I kind of came to Sherman here in Spartanburg, and frankly, I like I got a little big. <laughs> and uh, I said, my back started to hurt. And if you're in chiropractic school and your back hurts, it's kind of ironic. I couldn't quite have that happen. So I started to get back in shape. And I had a friend ask me to do the Asheville Spartan in like 2017, maybe. Oh. It was still the NBC race. Like it was part of the national series. I didn't know it. That was you know a what I mean? good year, too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I did it and I was like, this is fun. And uh, after that, it just became more like, I just want to race for a bit. Then it started to get like, wait a minute, I'm not bad at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with it. So I had a lot of fun 
kind of improving myself and I started to see like, well, you know what? I see a lot of the same people, started meeting some people. And it became more of like, hey, it's a chance to meet some people, have a good time and frankly, just challenge myself. Right. So when did you find out that you were like, your specialty was running ultra distance? Oh my word. Okay. <laughs> the first, uh, world's toughest mother did the first toughest mother i probably i it was only an eight hour at the time and i barely qualified whatever <laughs> i cramped after like hour four and i was done i was cooked i was like i made it after hour four it's like let me walk another lap and i got the qualification fine i didn't want to do ultras ever again <laughs> and then uh <laughs> after that first world's toughest i was like oh my word i got 75 and i didn't really i, I felt good like I was really, I felt really good. And then I started to say, let's do ultras a little bit heavier than just doing them. You got 75 miles at your first world's toughest, man. That's badass. Yeah. The, the, the frozen one in Atlanta. Oh God. Yeah. That's really <laughs> badass. It wasn't everybody saying like 75 was like a hundred miles at that race. Yeah, it, <laughs> after that, I was like, I love this stuff. And then actually when it came to ultras, just like, you know, it's got to be like, God bless. Um, you know, it's kind of nice to suffer a little, if you will, just to come out on top. Yeah. It's, you, you see what you're made of a little bit. Mm. Man. So, like, how did you handle the cold temps at World's Toughest, man? Oh, my word. That was a, that was interesting. So, first of all, I might have bought the cheapest wetsuit on the planet. <laughs> that, that, that was definitely for sure. My, uh, my girlfriend, now, now wife, uh, now. Right. Um, help me kind of put this stuff on that I, I felt like I, I mean I don't know it, it, it was terrible like a hot dog and it, it, <laughs> it was just like a plastic wrap something and we thought it was good enough so we go and and uh go to the race and at the very first lap I raced without any real gear on and I was freezing mm. I thought I was going to drop out after the very first lap and then wow. I told myself I'm gonna do another one let me put on my wetsuit I guess or something and it ended up being okay, but the trick was, and I, I know this sounds so crazy, um, Matt Davis, Matt B. Davis, from, uh, 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 who does all the OCR reporting stuff, he was just hanging around there. He said, pour some soup on him. And I swear, <laughs> like, the, they poured hot water to get my body temp back up, and then I was okay the rest of the whole race. After that one time, I guess I just kept moving. I felt good after that one, but I was cold to start. It was a, a real challenge in food. Oh my God, I didn't know what to do with food. I just was <laughs> eating gels. It, it was disgusting. I can't even imagine. I also didn't <laughs> learn about body glide until then. Oh my God. The next day was, I cried. I really did. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that first shower is what was the worst part. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I also like peed myself a hundred times. So I smelled like cat urine. In fact, <laughs> at the end of the race, I had my, my father, my best OCR buds were with me. And, and my wife, my future wife at the time, and they all basically were like, it's your job to get him out of this wetsuit. Oh, my God. And this poor girl, she was like, we don't take a shower right now. This thing happens. So she had to take care of that for me. You're not getting in my car. <laughs> no, nobody would let me. That was crazy. I think we went to Zaxby's right afterwards, and I know I stunk up the joint. It was, it was horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. <laughs> So, man, I brought you on because you recently just did like a whole month worth of ultras. You did, you did the New Jersey Ultra, 
you did yes. the Montana Ultra, you did the Fayetteville yeah. Ultra, and then what was it? Weekend before last, you did the the uh, twelve hour oh. toughest in Philly. Yeah. But you, you did I, that as yeah. a team, right? I did do that one as a team, so I didn't have to. I only had like about fifty k to run. So, I mean, does your feet hurt? <laughs> <laughs> this year has been tough. Like years past, actually, when I've had a lot of those in a row, it, it was easier. This year, you know, a couple injuries here and there, a little nagging. But of course, you know how it is. It's not. Yeah. It's more like how to recover. And I got to be honest, uh, I've been very fortunate to have good friends and family around me to know when I'm hurt and to tell me just sit your butt down, right? Eat this, stop. You know, and during the week of those kind of weeks, it's. It's a challenge, but I do have to admit, if I didn't do it, I'd miss it. Like, I'd so miss that challenge. Right. I mean, because I did, I did New Jersey and Fayetteville, and there's only, like, two weeks there, and I was thinking, man, this is going to suck. And then you're over here doing, like, back-to-back weekends for a whole month straight, and I'm like, man, what do I have to complain about? (laughs) (laughs) However, Jersey was rough. Let me tell you, that was uh, rough. That ultra loop, oh, my word, that was a hard one. (laughs) Yes. That was. That hill coming out of the ultra loop was rough. That, that wasn't a hill. That was just, that, yeah. that was pain. Suffering. <laughs> it reminded me of the ultra loop at Killington. <laughs> I, yes. Oh, my. That was that was rough. Yeah. So, man, like, tell us about doing the team at Toughest Philly. Like, how does that work? Do you, like, do you all have to stay together for, like, the first lap yeah. and the last lap? Or is it the whole time? They, they have uh, changed rules a little bit. Like for the two-man, you have to actually run the two-man all together the whole time. Oh, wow. I, we didn't, I, I really wasn't familiar with that until this year. With the four-man, they do uh, all four at the beginning, all four on the last loop, and any two, uh, at least two. I think you can run all three or four. I don't think that's a big deal Right. in, in, in those middle loops. And frankly, I got to be honest, it was very challenging. I am really good at being steady all day long and kind of increasing my pace as the day goes on yeah and to turn it on and off it was it was really good to have those guys with me to to really uh push me they 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 made sure they're like look you still got it in you you just got to warm back up again it, it was yeah. different to, to kind of pause that was you, really weird for me because you were getting like what an hour and a half or at least break you know in between laps right yeah we were getting right at 120 every one of us was like right at an hour what was great about the team that we were very much on the same pacing, that was that was amazing. Oh, that's, that was that's great. Perfect. Yeah. So it, that was very helpful. We even could time each other coming down the hills. It was great. It was good. So when so were y'all taking turns as pairs doing laps? Was there like a turn where y'all might do two laps and then the next time the yeah, other do two we laps? Ended up at the or end, just... at, with the way it kind of rotated. Um, me and uh, Stephen Stephen Trade had to uh, run two laps in a row to finish, where we put our quickest guys. Uh, we had Elliot and Christian uh, the uh, first two laps together. They, they, they had just historically quicker times than us, so they were kind of killing it before all the obstacles had opened. So we each had like a set where we had thirteen miles to run back to back for each of us. So it was it was. Um, I gotta be honest, at the end, it's a little bit challenging, but it was also nice when you got all four. Because it's like, hey, we got this. Just keep moving. It's all right. But there was a thought we might have to do three laps at the end because of the competition. We were like, mm. well, if they don't come back on us, we only have to do two, but you might have to do three. We're like, okay, whatever. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all got first place too, right? Yes, we did. We got really lucky. So, uh, yeah, they, I was very happy to be part of that. Um, 
uh, it was with four locos, and I think I'm going to run with uh, st- Team s- Strength and Speed in uh, the August one. Uh, right. And that'll be maybe close to the end of that year. <laughs> <laughs> so who all was on your team uh, for Philly? Uh, we had Elliot Rude. We had uh, Christian. I forgot his last name. I'm sorry. God bless him. Uh, I forgot his last name. Uh, and uh, Stephen Shade and myself. Mm. Um, they, they rocked it. They, they totally killed it. They were very nice to me, very much more like, hey, guys, we really we know we don't run together often, and we're not really teammate teammates, but they treated me just as such, and it was, it was amazing. Uh, I think they just picked me up from historical running for, for uh, Tough Mudder or Spartan or whatever, right. and, and you know, they were just really nice to me. It meant a lot to get back out there kind of right. in that environment. Yeah, he's like this guy's just run three fifty k's three weekends in a row. Let's add him onto the team. <laughs> it's really, very nice, man. And they they also understood a little bit. Uh, when I arrived, I was kind of had a little cough, a little you know, a little nagging thing. But that ain't gonna stop us. It's funny. Right. It's like you should stop. It's like no, I'm good. I, I don't care. Hundred and ten degree fever. We're good. We'll get going. Oh wow! <laughs> so how many miles y'all end up getting? Oh, uh, I think we hit. See, I did uh, 80K. I think it was 80K for us as a team. We kind of just kind of kept pace and kept it steady um, throughout. We weren't trying to – once we found it, we were kind of increasing our lead each lap. We're like, let's not anyone push it, push it, push it like crazy people. So we, we, we kept it very well uh, balanced on that. So what, so what are they doing for like, you know, I know you get like the badges and stuff and the medals and stuff, yeah. but, but do they, are they still like giving out the cases of like, what was a drink, the Keel Cliffs or whatever? Oh my God. Or, or Celsius or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. Celsius. Celsius. No, I wish I would have had a case of that. I would have killed it right then though. That might not have been a good <laughs> idea for my heart. <laughs> but, um, they, I mean, they're doing the typical medals, um, bibs and such, uh, headbands, you know, that kind of thing still. So they were, I mean. All these races, the swag is nice, but gosh, uh, just being out there and hanging out with friends is, I think, the best. Right. I just well, I couldn't remember if they said that they were doing. They're only doing cash payouts for Worlds toughest soon, right? Yes, right. I think they're just doing cash payouts at Worlds. All right, cool. So, um, and you're gonna do you're gonna do the one in August too, right? Yes. After August and September, I mean, we uh, I'll be very uh, happy to announce this. I don't mind. We've told everyone pretty much, but. Uh, we're expecting a kid, so oh, wow. at that point, I might actually cut my season short for once. Um, Congratulations! The first year that I might cut a few races out. Oh, I'm sure your wife will be very happy since you've been gone <laughs> every weekend for a month. <laughs> Absolutely, she was. Uh, she made that very clear that like, please let this be the last. I said yes, honey, yes. And the, and the thing is, uh, love her death. She's very supportive. Last weekend was my brother's wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I remember you telling me that. So, so I'm glad to be home now for a while. Yeah, man. Like your job must be like very forgiving for you to be gone like all these travel days for a month straight. Uh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I love Spartan Community College. They're they're great to me. But yeah, when it comes to flight arrangement, it, that's why sometimes you guys see me with my my bag literally coming from the airport with the with the uh, luggage tag still. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'll roll up to a race right on the uh, the morning of if I have to. Oh wow! But again, uh, you know, the job comes first. That's just that's just life, right? The job comes first, but you've been gone every weekend for months. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, look, as long as I get done during the week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what's cool about like online classes. You know, you can be like totally remote. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Actually, you know, that has helped me a little bit. Like, uh, 
especially this in the summer months, it's a, uh, I, I'm kind of considered part-time, full-time or whatever. Oh, cool. And it, it's really nice because I can kind of set my own schedule and, and still be with my students fully. It's a, that, that I have to admit is really cool. Like, I do like that. And they, they even like it. It's, it's like they have their own independence to study, which is kind of neat. We never had that. We didn't even have the internet. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you prefer, like, running the the 12-hour toughest or do you prefer, like, running like a Spartan Ultra more? Oh my gosh! If if a Spartan Ultra could be extended, like in terms of mileage by like five to ten more miles, I'd be so like in my wheelhouse. I love the races that take uh, the elites, elites like ten to twelve hours. Right. Uh, for some reason, that works for me. However, I do admit those Spartan loops are much longer than a Tough Mudder loop, and you got to carry gear sometimes. I love not carrying gear. I love right. to just run. Me too. And <laughs> grab my little refuel bar and go. Yeah, I hate running. I hate running with water, man. And in Fayetteville, I really needed it. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, every water station, I just like dump the whole thing on my head every time. I don't care to see it cool off. (laughs) Yeah. But there, man, I should have drank like more water in Fayetteville. I got a little dehydrated in Fayetteville. Oh, it was so humid. It was. It rained and I felt it was still humid. I mean, like, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah, and you finished the race and like almost all your toes are sticking out of your shoes. Yeah, <laughs> shoes finally blew up. That was um, ironically, I did give them a one more go at office with the same shoes. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm dead serious, man. Had the same shoes, the ones that were busted, the same blue ones. I uh, zero shoes and sent me shoes right now. To be honest, they're very nice about it. But I was like, hey guys, I kind of, I kind of need some shoes. <laughs> wow, they should like sponsor you totally. Yeah, well, they, they helped me out a little bit, but I mean, like, you know how it goes. It's like, you, you, you look at your feet and you're like, um, that's not normal. <laughs> so, those Zero shoes, those are like minimalist shoes, right? Yeah, I switched to them when, um, I gotta be honest, like, uh, uh I, I don't know if you remember Solvings. They, mm-hmm. they were, I love those shoes. I actually really, right. really, they were, they were the best OCR shoe I could get a hold of. But, um, yeah, they moved out of the country, whatever, so... Uh, I worked with these guys a little bit. They were helping me out. And I was like, let me try this just to learn to run again. My running form is not nearly as good as yours or half yeah. the guys in the top of the field. I'm being honest. You guys have uh-huh. some some mad skills with your running form. So I was like thinking, maybe this will help. It's made it so it sounds kind of weird. But I feel like I'm running with better grip. And right. I got to be honest, for OCR, dude, I feel like the Z-Wall and everything like that, I, I, can, I, I just feel like, like Spider-Man. I'm like with mm. my feet glued onto them. Like, it is pretty neat. Do those shoes have a rock plate in them, though? They do not have a rock plate in them, and I think that's why my my heel and the middle of my foot were paying for it after Jersey. Like I, I think that's I'm actually sure. what was going on with me. Yeah, like bombing downhills, that would be the only time like those shoes would really scare me. Like Fayetteville, I oh, think God, you could get yeah. away from it, get get away with it easier. Oh yeah, like Fayetteville was perfect for them. Don't get me wrong, soft grass, soft mud the whole time, mm-hmm. gravel, whatever. It was nothing. Wow. A cow poop. We're good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what model are you running in? Uh, they have a wet run model. Uh, I just use that one. I, I love it to death. It's it's great. And they have an XRS as their like running shoe. Right. So, I I just use that to train, and it's nice to have. I mean, like it's it is what it is. Huh. That's pretty cool. Everyone's got preferences. I need a wide toe box. Let me tell you that me right too. now. I need I need a wide toe box. <laughs> 
Oh, man, Ultra spoils you on it. So what? I mean, and I'm stuck on the King MTs, man, and they don't make yeah. them no more. And I gotta find something after that. I've got like two That's good pairs left. Like, it's like yeah, when my Salmings went, I was like, God, oh, I gotta find something that fits my feet proper. Mm. You know? Did Salming close or whatever? Shoes. What was that? Did Salming close? I haven't been paying attention. They left. They left the states. You can still get them like shipped from abroad. Oh wow! But I just don't. I, I like to have something kind of near me. That's just kind of right. a general rule with me. If they, if they don't have a store near, I can get to them. It makes it difficult for me to right. just throw it out there. Hmm. Dang. So, um, you've run. Have you done every ultra venue in the U.S. except for Hawaii? Except for Hawaii. Yes. Okay. So, to you, what is the best? venue because you've done almost all of them twice right <laughs> yes i gotta be honest it, there's two that honestly stick out of my head right away and I, I know that not everyone's gonna say it but i say when you say best i'm thinking a bit of challenge and honestly being pretty tahoe and montana right. i just think they're pretty i mean like it's i caught myself one time running, running to montana and i was like you idiot you gotta get to running stop looking around <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Like, there's actually natural wildlife, like, while you run. I think there's a bear this year in Montana, wasn't there? Oh, wow. I wasn't I there. I, 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 I swear, I, I heard there's a bear running around in there, and it's like, what? I was like, that's just neat. And there'd probably and, be, like, a know, grizzly bear up there. It wouldn't be, like, uh, a black well, bear. I don't want it to get me. I'll trip yeah. the guy next to me if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I've, I I keep hearing that Montana usually always comes up when people talk about like you know one of the best venues for an ultra. One of these days, I'm going to get out there and try it. Oh, you got you love it. I'll tell you what though, we've been really fortunate that like man, you get to run places like Fayetteville and Dallas. But for somebody starting, that's such a fast course that I think they can get their confidence up if they ever wanted to run an ultra. I really mean that, like especially. Um, Dallas and Fayetteville, like those, yeah. those are really quick horses. Yeah, and Carolina's not that bad either. No, with the weather. <laughs> yeah, with the weather. It, it, granted, you have good weather. Like last year, the weather was super cold, and two years before that, it was a mud fest. I know. Oh my gosh! Last year, my dumb, my dumb self did it after World's Toughest, and I remember. I, I don't know how I podiumed that one. That was let me be honest. That was one of those most proud podiums, also the most hated ones in my life. I'm like, I'm happy I did it. I know. I mean, I was like, dude, when I saw you come up to the starting line, I was like, holy shit. I can't believe he's here when he did World's Toughest last weekend. Yeah, no, the guys there kind of picked on me. And honestly, I know you know her, but uh, Jennifer Butts, one of, the, one of my favorite timing people. She's just. Yo, the she's best the best. Martin. She's like, like one of my really, favorite staffers. She, uh, she comes up to the start line with all you guys, all my best buds, and says, oh, poor Kasha's body is just ruined, and all of them <laughs> decided to just rag on me to death, and I'm like, great, thanks, guys, this this is going to start really well for me. <laughs> I know, and you come out hot, like you were up front with all of us for a long time. Yeah, Man. I mean, that's because I was trying to, trying to show you young people I'm still with you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Dude, you are just, you're a beast, man. And, like, I look up to you for real, man. Oh, no, no, no. You are, sir. Like, seriously. That's not a joke. I actually, um, jokingly saying this to people, when I was running open way back in the day, I kept saying your name um, on these ultras and such. I was like, dag on it. 
This is fast. It's <laughs> like I gotta get better to get with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, man, you'd probably crush most of us if you would take a couple of weeks off and <laughs> uh, make might, an A race instead of all these B races. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's true too, though. So, um, let the knee recover instead of running on this big swollen ball looking thing. <laughs> oh man, so you're having like knee problems too? We all do. <laughs> <laughs> What are you kidding me? Everyone does. If you run ultras, the first day to go, oh, man. heel, knees, I mean, occasionally, maybe your lungs, I guess. I just picked it. I mean, yeah. we're all hurting somewhere. Man, I've been blessed. And like the first couple of years I was running Spartans, like my knees would give me a fit anytime I do like a beast distance, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but over the years, just, you know, I guess putting in more volume and doing more strength training, my knees are, you know, more or less. I, they don't bother me, not half as bad as they used to. So I've been blessed there. But man, the past few years, man, I've been having problems with just pulling my hamstrings. First, I pulled oh, my wow. right one, and now I'm dealing with. I pulled my left one in West Virginia last year, and it's still giving me problems. It's weird because like we just don't recover the same. I right. really believe like my calf. It's like I tore. I had like a little tear. We went to the actually it's the first time I ever went to a doctor, like an ortho neuro for any muscle injury and i was like right. what's going on and he looked at it took care he told me the same like little just a little tear he's like it won't get much worse it's in one compartment <laughs> but like it's the same thing though like it's just nagging yeah and you can feel these things <clears throat> it's terrible it's like it's, it's always a soft <laughs> tissue issue you know, most of the time you know yeah uh, we'll still get back out there <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man we got to do it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like what is your training like? You know, I mean, I know it's, you know, grasping at straws, you know, weekend to weekend when you got a race up, but you know, when you're getting in like a, a good week of training, you oh, know, that it. you would That's... want, like, what does that look like for you? For me, it's usually a 5k each day, at least like uh, depending on the type of, um, uh, next race coming up. If it's a hill race, I'll do like a 5k with hill repeats, right. uh, intermixed in. I still believe in hitting the weights. I've had some running friends say you need to lay off the weights a little bit, but I just enjoy it. it uh, for for me, it's more of a stress relief than even anything crazy. And when I mean hit the weights, I'm not going for PRs every week or anything. Right. I'm just you know doing small programs of like like an hour of a session at most. Yeah, like and then getting that stuff. over with. Yeah, I ain't trying to kill myself now. Uh, uh, Meredith, my wife, wants me to do more yoga and stuff. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. I need to because I can't do it. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, the man, I went through, like, uh, we, me and my girlfriend had did that hard 75, and, like, when yeah. you had to get that extra 45-minute workout in, and we're like, fuck it, let's do yoga for 45 minutes. That's a long 45 minutes. Oh, my minutes. God. <laughs> <laughs> And like it's she, had, they do it so well, and we're like crying. Yeah, and she had this app, and it's like on, in beginner mode, and they're like doing. I was like, "How is this beginner mode? There's no fucking way this is beginner mode." Exactly. Yeah. Like I can do child's pose. Is that for forty five minutes? Right. What is? I like the one where you lay on your back at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Like, we're good. I can do this. I was like, that's the best part. Hashvana or whatever it is. Or yeah, well, dude, I, I'll, whatever it's called, just let me lay down. I mean, but no joke, like, when you get done with that, you feel better. And, like, the next day when you get out of bed, I, you you always feel better, but it's just like, 
most of these days, you know, if I have time to work out, it's going to be strength training or running, you know? Absolutely. And frankly, I mean, I just wish I could do it more steady and more often. I'm trying to see if I can actually sneak in some runs at the school, even like honestly, during my lunch break, try to try to do it then because it just be nice. (laughs) Just get one less thing out of the way. Yeah. Man, you sound like a busy guy, so I'm sure it's hard for you to get in all your stuff. Oh, it used to be easier, but at the same time, I think we're all busy. We're just busy with different things. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm the type of guy, like, I'll get up early in the morning, I'll be like, cool, I'll do my run now, that way I'll have time in the afternoon, I can do, like, a workout with weights, and then I'll get off work, and I'll be like, nah, fuck it, I'm just gonna watch TV. Exactly. (laughs) I'm done. I'm cooked. The worst thing is, oh my, like, I'll be real, like, if there's ever some good food at the house let me tell you when we have good food i'm like yep i think i'll just eat this and pass out <laughs> right yeah and watch tv and eat while i'm exactly. watching tv <clears throat> that's like the worst for me because i'm like a mindless eater i'll watch tv and just scar food and be like dang that went by fast i'm not even full and then i'll get more <laughs> exactly it's like wait didn't i just have like a yeah. sandwich which is yeah, that's like a, I should eat at the table with no distractions and concentrate on what I'm eating and then go watch TV, but I never do it. <laughs> I think we're both guilty of that, man. I, I, I'm at least good about not having to be a bag of chips or something. I don't really keep that around the house at all. <laughs> yeah, me neither, man. If you come to my house, you'd be like, man, you ain't got nothing to eat. And I'm like, yes, yeah, because you got to make it before you eat it. And that keeps me exactly. from eating so much. <laughs> like little kids would starve at my house because i have no junk food if, if i do i'll like binge it and be like okay it's all gone now so i won't eat any more of it sorry small child <laughs> yeah. man if i had kids i'd be as big as a house because i just eat all their food i know i would I, it's tough man you know like yeah it's tempting when there's like food like that around you <laughs> yeah like all these sugary cereals man oh man i couldn't do it because like when i go to my girlfriend's house for the weekend right right it's like i go to my girlfriend's at the weekends and there's like all this variety of food and snacks and i'm like i want to try some of it all right now yeah exactly (laughs) and you're not gonna stop you're like oh this is salty now i need sweet yeah oh man it's like that's it it's like you just ate this big salty dinner and you're like man what's for dessert i need something sweet (laughs) <laughs> exactly just to keep it going <laughs> <laughs> so man like so after you've done like all these ultras and you've done world's toughest mutter uh, a few times what is your fueling strategy for you know running ultras for ultras i actually a lot of it's the week before not the day of for me like i got i gotta be real like the three days before I'm carb loading, hydrating like a fiend. I, I, I eat whatever I can get a hold of. I, I mean, no shame. I'll say like pizza, pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, and heck, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll eat like just subs all day long. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> one of my students, I, I'm just laughing because one of my students kind of called me out. They saw me in the hallway with like this foot long uh, walking from one class to the next. <laughs> and I just throw the foot long there. But then afterwards, That's they came funny. to my office for some help and I had another foot long in there. <laughs> they're like really Dr. Gark I'm like well yeah it's okay I gotta eat <laughs> yeah no shame no shame but during during the race I actually I, I've learned for me mostly going with gels has been the most easy thing on my stomach now don't get me wrong I had to change with gels a couple of times I finally found one I love 
and then I also use a little bit of um, uh, what do you call it? like a some sort of a sugar chew of some sort, you right. know, like the little little gummy juice kind of thing. That's really all I sustain on, except maybe a banana here and there. Right now, worlds with laps, it's a lot easier. I have people to help me, so I can actually have some solid food. Right, and, and I'll be honest, it's usually. I mean, one time it was like stuff like little Debbie snacks, but still I just needed some sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I think like at world stuff with mother, it'd be easier, you know, because you're coming into a pit every five miles and you have the ability to have, you know, you have the ability to have a little break and you can have like more solid foods and have a, uh, you know, an abundance of it there too. Yeah. Cause when you have to carry it all, you know, this like seriously, like when we have to, when we have to carry all this stuff, it's hard. Yeah. And, you know, when you come into transition, you know, you don't want to sit there and have a picnic. You know, you want to eat something fast and oh get the word. hell out of yeah. there, you know. Exactly. Because, first of all, I did do that once where I was like, okay, I think I'm too tired. I'm going to make sure I get all this down, and then I'll go. Mm-hmm. I, that was the worst idea I've ever had. I started cramping before I even left that transition spot. Right. It started to cool down. Yep. And oh, uh, and, and a Coke. I know this sounds horrible. People will probably kill me, but I do have a flat Coke in my bag for every race. <laughs> So, is it a purposely flat Coke, or do you... Yeah, yeah. So you can drink it it faster? Absolutely, and and frankly, it doesn't upset my stomach, and I know this sounds weird, but it's a ton of cheap calories, so I feel like it kind of peps me up. It was actually a lifesaver for um, my first elite podium for Toughest Mudder. There was a 12-hour in Minnesota, and I came in with maybe two hours left, and... I remember my family and friends that were there to be my pit. They were like, something is wrong with him. I said, I just don't feel good. And uh, Donovan Brooks, a pit guy for me forever, and took care of me with OCO for a very long time, he just shoved, and I mean this in a very positive way, however I can say it, (laughs) um, like said, you need to drink this Coke and just like, I drink, I don't even know how much, it must have been at least a liter. And I was so full, I kind of walked off and... I started to pep up, and I, I, I got third. That was the only way I could finish. You didn't have, like, this massive burp come up in that lap? <laughs> oh, God, yes. Let me tell you something. And frankly, I think it kept me awake. It went through my nostrils and everything, you know? I was right. like, let's go. <laughs> kind of like wasabi yeah, or something. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> so... What is like your drop bin strategy for like a Spartan Ultra when you come into it? Like, what's in your drop bin? Are you there? Hey, buddy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. So, like, when you're doing your Spartan Ultra, like, what's in your drop bin? Like, what's your strategy? Uh, definitely, I always have. I, I literally have the exact same things each time. Uh, for the second lap, usually. Uh, except Fayetteville, you know, it was a little, they were both equal laps, but you know, you know, it's a little bit shorter typically. Yeah. So I'll have my frog fuel is, is my gel of choice. Love their, their, their pre-workout stuff. And I kind of carry that as my gels. Uh, then that's what shove it in my pockets. And then I'll have like, uh, those Gatorade chews, right. like another cheap glucose, um, usually half a banana. Um, <laughs> if I really need it, there's two items I don't usually eat every time. That's why I probably have extras to hand out to everyone there. But my Uncrustables, if I can get a hold of it. And my kind of secret weapon, I think, is Bagel Bites whenever I'm dead 
If I'm what? having the worst day, I'll scarf down two or three kegel bites and get back to running. I know they're bad for me. I, I need. I don't know what it is. They just help me out mentally in my my flat coke. Um, but in terms of gear, I don't change gear. I don't either. I, I never understood the change in the shoes and socks and stuff. I yeah. never was that guy. I mean, I have it in there for an emergency, like if they yeah, blow out, yeah. kind of like your shoes did, but you decided, hey, I'm just going to run another ultra with them the next weekend after. <laughs> like, I would have totally swapped those shoes out at transition. <laughs> and you were like, fuck I'm that, I'm going to run a race really with them next weekend. <laughs> so, but I have I have a shoes in there just for an emergency, you know. And I usually wear a flip belt, and I've already got all my gels in it, so I'll just slide it yeah. off and slide another one on. Yeah, and just swap it. Don't get me wrong. I do have like some safety stuff. Like, a, I think we should all, when we run ultras in bad weather, you, you gotta have the the shell, some sort of shell, waterproof shell, of some sort, right. a little windbreaker, something, just in case. Because that's the worst feeling when you can't feel your hands. Yeah, especially like if it's a cold race too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, we all have leg mitts when it's freezing, but I mean, you know, we don't. I don't think anyone. You know, by the by, the second half of most of these laps, it gets warm enough. It's like strip them off. I don't need this anymore. Yeah, because even in Carolina, come that second lap, I mean, even though we had to go through that cold dunk wall right before transition, I mean, we were it, you warmed up pretty fast on that second lap, and it was pretty yeah, much done. It was, it, the sun broke, and it was actually it was welcome to hit the water parks, like all, right. the mud and everything. It's like, oh my gosh, thank God I'm cooling off. Yeah, but. That first year we was there, it was pretty cold the whole race. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty miserable. Let's just be honest. It yeah. sucked. <laughs> it was. We I was... redirected the, the route for some people. Yeah. Because it got so damaged. Not me. Yeah. I, I finished before it got messed up, but, man, that whole barbed wire crawl, it was like you were swimming to underneath yeah. it. It was so bad. I, a couple of my friends ran open, and they said, you know, they finished. They were very determined. They finished. They should have been. I was very proud of them. But... They were just saying, like, it was destroyed. People were just flopping everywhere. It was just gone. Yeah. Man, and I was, like, so stoked at the end of that race. I was like, cool, man. I haven't failed a single obstacle, and all I got left is a slip wall. And I get there, <laughs> and they've thrown all these long ropes down, but they left three short ropes for the ultras. And exactly. I I tried, like, five times, and I couldn't get up it. It was just caked in mud. And I was like, Shit. Here I am, clean from all this rain, and I got to go do burpees in this mud puddle. Exactly. And the thing is, too, it was the that's worst. not the obstacle you want to fail. That ain't the one. I know it. <laughs> like, I don't ever want to fail the spare either, but I'm like, look, if I fail the spare, like, all right, man, let me get it done. <laughs> I know. I just, I wanted to, like, can I use the long rope and then change to the short one at the top? <laughs> you frogger it to the other side. <laughs> right. Man, I was so mad. Because I was like, cool, I won't even have to, like, try to shower off or nothing, you know, because I'm clean except for, like, you know, my yeah, knees yeah, below. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, I was so frustrated. And it was so cold. And, like, when you finish that race, like, the changing tent was just shoulder to shoulder because people were in there trying to get warm. Everybody was hypothermic. So I was like, I was like, screw this. I went and got my buddy had a, has a camper top on the back of his truck i got in the back of his truck and i just wiped the mud off with my towel the best i could and just put on dry clothes i didn't give a shit <laughs> oh it, it's definitely one of those days you have to like, yeah, like whenever and that's the thing too i always really don't realize this we cool down so fast after those oh man yeah and 
it, it's crazy. Like you've really got to take care of yourself before you know it. You're, you're in right. trouble. Yeah. It's like you can finish a race like Charlotte was cold this past year. And when you finish that race, you're like, I feel okay. And like 10 minutes after the race was over, man, you were like shivering. You know I mean, you had to, you got to get in dry clothes quick. Exactly. And you actually, I don't know. I, I felt like I was cramping if I don't do that. In right. certain places, it's just what it is. Yeah. I tell you, man, the best money I ever spent was, and it wasn't, you know, cause when we bought the pass last year, we got that $150 merch credit. I bought one of those Spartan yeah. dry robes. Oh man. I love that thing. Everyone loves the dry robes. Yeah. I mean, they're, that actually is just fun, to, just fun to walk around. <laughs> and it's got all these cool pockets. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, especially after a cold race, like, oh, I can at least be warm for here. <laughs> I know the only bad thing about it is, is like if you go to a race and you fly to it, it just takes up so much space. Oh, I can't take it. Like, no, I only take it to local races. Yeah, I gotta be honest, like taking that's it now is like that's a whole bag. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it rolls up bigger than any sleeping bag by any means. It's huge. I know I saw where some people said just wear it on the plane and, you know, stuff it in your bag when you get off a plane. I was like, I don't know. Then I'd get too hot on a plane. I guess you could sit on it or use it for a blanket. Oh, lose you again, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Can you hear me now? Hey, you there? Akash, can you hear me? Hey, bud. Yeah. Uh, It might be my signal. I got a couple of bars right now at the moment. Oh, you're fine. All right. Sorry about that. That's okay. It's in the South Georgia, man. We don't have the best internet in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm in South Kakalaki, so I feel you on that. We got some dead spots. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's hit or miss, and like it seems like sometimes at night it gets even worse. Yeah, we noticed that too. We have a couple of spots marathon. We're just riding together the the other day, or near each other in cars, and the uh, she was like, she kept fading out. I kept fading out. I was like, screw it, we're not talking anymore. We're done with this. Nice. I'll see you at the house. <laughs> I'll just talk to you when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> so, how many times have you run run World Toughest Motor? Uh, three. Yeah, three. Uh, uh, last year, I uh, first time I ran was seventy five. Second time I got eighty five. Last year I I uh, got sick during the races. The first time I ever. Like really vomited, to be honest with you, during a race. Uh, wow. I still got 75, but it was – I was in sixth place for a real long time, and then I, after I puked, I was done. Like it was about 2 a.m., and I, 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 after that, it was more like, let me get my mileage in. I want to get at least my minimum goal that I had in my head. Right. So. Hmm. so, So you did both years in Atlanta then? Oh, yeah, yeah. The second year was better. It right. wasn't nearly as bad. That, yeah. was, that was that was okay. I volunteered. I was I volunteered for like the first twelve hours at twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I was yeah. at Pyramid Scheme pouring the oil on it. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh, I actually hate you. I mean, like it's it's hard enough when you guys pour oil on it. The thing is, the oil lasts on all the other obstacles. Dude, like, we're all rubbing on so like kyle was there at the beginning of the shift and he's like and i forget it was like pour two gallons on it it was either every 30 minutes or every hour i can't remember Mm -hmm. it might have been every hour and i was like i was i was like about halfway through the shift i was like well this is cool because i'm gonna run out of it nope here comes a truckload full of more cooking oil and i was like just insane 
I was like, there can't be a grocery store in an hour diameter that has cooking oil right now. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad. I hate you for it. You should have told me a lane that was like at least moderately dry. It was so bad because you carry it with you. I know. It was, it was, oh. And then they had that big pool of muddy water in the beginning of it. And it was just full of oil, dude. Yes, yes. Everyone was like, what is this? It's disgusting. People were getting so them. mad at me because I was trying to just spread it evenly all the way across. <laughs> and when you do it every hour, I mean, there's people constantly coming up. So people thought I were purposely was pouring it where they were coming up. I was like, no, I'm just pouring it out I'm e- evenly. I'm doing my job. <laughs> people hated me. <laughs> oh no no no! God, 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 look, the person I hated was the one that said, "Let's put Baby Shark on repeat." Oh God, yeah, I was. That was, was glad I wasn't close to that. <laughs> that was insane. That actually drove me nuts. I was like, every time you run a lap, you hear Baby Shark in the background. It's like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I wasn't getting wet, but the temperatures did seem better that oh, yeah. year for sure. <laughs> they, they, um, and also, it wasn't nearly as frosty at all. Like like some of the stuff really got frosted over. That first year in Atlanta, where some of the obstacles they had to temporarily close for a second, they're like, "It's too cold." Did you jump oh, off of the stacks? I jumped off of stacks twice, right? And after the water shot through my nose and into my brain and out my <laughs> ears, I said, "I'm going to take the penalty loop on this one." Right. I really, it, it was wearing me out. Like I actually thought it was for me. I'm not a good swimmer. And oh, what a great obstacle to try. <laughs> that one, I thought, look, let me do this. Okay, this will be my break. I'll feel better. No, that yeah. just, it just did. It, it wasn't there. So, I mean, I can swim, but it's not, I'm not, a, I'm not Michael Phelps running around over here or something. Right. That ain't happening. <laughs> well, I mean, it looked like, you know, it took a ton of energy to waste just climbing up it you know i don't know what the penalty loop was like but that just seemed like only like a quarter mile i think or something like that so i started to realize i'm like actually i'm staying warmer by running i'm Mm. keeping my momentum i felt like "Mm," it it was just for me it worked now some people i'm really sure that was pleasurable for them and i ain't one of them that wasn't me (laughs) but i I just think that was cool to just say yeah i jumped off the stacks because a lot of people didn't do that and that looked like a really cool you know, one and done obstacle for sure. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it, it was worth trying. I think everyone should do those kind of things just to say, yeah, I, I did everything that was there. Right. Hmm. That's cool. So if you were going to tell somebody or give somebody advice, who's going to do their first world's toughest mutter, what advice would it be? Oh my gosh. Cardio and <laughs> mental endurance. I swear. I remember the one thing. Like the very first world toughest I ran, I, I was running about like 3 a.m. And I realized something. I was like, I only see my headlamp. I don't see any other headlamps for a minute. Mm. And I was like, I'm still here. And it really kind of got in my head like, it doesn't matter. I just got to keep moving. And I got to be honest, after that, that's when I kind of felt like ultras were really a thing for me. It's like, you know, if you just keep moving, it'll be okay. Mm. <laughs> it was really... It was one of those. Uh, I, I saw some of my friends that I, I, I thought were much higher up the scale, if you will, than me on, on, on in terms of OCR. And I'm like, I'm, they're they're tired. They're done. And they were like, you're still going. Keep going. And I was like, this will work. Hmm. Um, I, I got to be honest. That was the biggest thing for toughest and also a good wetsuit. <laughs> right. 
anti-chafing gear. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you run in that wetsuit, does it, like, start to, like, eat at the back of your knees and stuff, like, where oh it's my bending? I, have, I had road burn, road rat every, mm, everywhere, uh, particularly the armpits, back of the knees, um, the pubic region. Mm. I'll be honest, it didn't really get me on the chest at all. A lot of people complained about that in the neck. I didn't have any issue with that for some reason. I don't know, just the way it fit me or something. So what? They keep telling you to wear those, you know, things underneath. But after a while, I mean, like even that gets a little bit abrasive. Right. So what was your? Were you just using like coat note with Vaseline or something? Um. Yeah, gurney goo. Gurney goo. Uh, I, I really like that and I kind of just put it in my body everywhere that if I could get a hold of it um <laughs> I mean like I tried everything like the uh, everyone uses body glider which is great but like it's not like um what do you call it uh it's a water base I think or it's not completely lipid based that right. drink is like like lipid based so it'll it'll it's like an oil base it'll it'll stay on you for a while so right. I mean for those kind of races I mean you might smell like grease but it, right. it works right so who did you have pitting for you? Was your wife pitting for you? Um, in the past, I've uh, my first two toughest, I always had my father. Uh, uh, Meredith was with me. In my first race, I had, uh, in my second race, actually, I had uh, Donovan Brooks and Jason Barker. They're, they were they're really good local OCR buddies of mine. They, they took good care of me. Mm-hmm. But this last one, um, uh, my father uh, got a little bit older on me. Uh, we thought it might not be the best idea for him to attend uh, a 24-hour race and right. uh we had a couple of friends of mine uh frankie and his wife frank and miranda they uh he runs uh you've seen him run the ultras with us he's at the start line with us right sometimes he he's up there with us just uh shooting the shit whatever but he <laughs> he, uh, he was he was very happy to volunteer for me and help me out they did a wonderful job and honestly i felt bad because i was killing it and I just wish I didn't puke. If I didn't puke, I have a feeling I would have been close to that top ten, if not in it. Dang, that sucks. It happens. <laughs> did, did it? Was it one of those things where it the, you just stayed nauseous for the rest of the race, or did you did it end up passing at some point? I uh, when it was about to happen, I avoided it for a whole lap. I remember I was like, "Let me just suck it up. I'll try to not let anything happen." Then I went up a hill, and I was like, "Yep, I'm done." So it came out, and then I felt good for about an hour and a half or two. Mm-hmm. I didn't get nauseous, but I was weak. Like the, it just right. like I was just physically very weak. Mm. Do you think it was because that race was just a lot drier and hotter than? I think I, I think I wasn't ready for the desert. I right. can I can actually say that. that that's that's very fair to say because every other race for toughest was. In some nice, like like Atlanta. I'm in right. South Carolina, for goodness sake. I'm not that far from where it was. It, you know, it's not really a difference in in the region I'm in. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it's going to be like this year. You know, I'm I'm sure it's going to be kind of. It'll be humid, I imagine, yeah. being Pensacola and stuff. Or, right. You know that area kind of. Right. Thing. I'm sure it's going to be flat as a board. So. I will say the same thing. Elevation negative. Right. <laughs> <Pro> yeah. <laughs> It'll be like a hundred feet above sea level. Maybe. Exactly. It's going to be swampy, though. I know they're going to try to make that swampy. There's yeah. no way they wouldn't. Right. I mean, it could be. It could be a swamp the whole time. It looked like Philly <laughs> was super muddy for y'all. It was pretty daggone muddy. There were good parts 
there's a lot of good areas, but there's a couple of spots where it did get, um, they actually put us through like a kind of a boggy marsh for a minute and that slowed everyone down. And with all the people repeatedly going through it at one point, everyone's trying to just jump for where they see like straw. Oh, there's straw. It must not be that bad. I mean, (laughs) maybe it'll be a little better right now. So throughout the night, the straws slowly but surely disappeared. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then it became totally miserable. We all looked at each other like, oh, really? <laughs> it was just like hold hands and pull people through the mud. <laughs> exactly. I will say this, that the one thing I do give Tough Mudder a bit about, uh, a, a bit of a, a, a positive about is like somebody that may not be competitive, competitive, there's a lot of people willing to help. Like right. that, that actually was kind of like, that's always a positive. People are very willing to help at that event. Yeah. It, it, you know, just if you're not really competing for a spot, they're like, yeah, of course, come here, let me help you out with that, which is which, which is nice. Yeah, so, yeah, Tough Mudder was is is actually a really fun race, you know, and and it's like you said, you meet people, everybody's out there helping each other, and they're laughing and having like a good time, you know. Oh yeah, they have a good time. Yeah. All right, man. So we're getting close to an hour here, but everybody I always bring on the show, I always ask them the same questions, and I'm going to ask you those same questions. Okay. (laughs) So to this day, man, like out of all the races that you've ran, what has been your most favorite and why? First uh, Tahoe Ultra I ran in 17. My dad came with me. I, uh, Ah, I ain't even trying to get emotional. Jesus, I told myself every time I say this, I'm not going to get emotional. But anyway, uh, first lap I came in was my first ultra, actually. Oh, was, wow. Was, that was my first one, and it was a championship kind of setting, and very pretty, you know, the ski resort, whatever, and Olympic Park and everything. But we, I come in the first lap, and I'm really tired. I wasn't feeling that good. And my dad doesn't run. My dad's not athletic at all. He came running up beside me the uh, last quarter mile, basically and kind of paced me for a little bit just to say i'll be at transition go ahead and get here as fast as you can and i swear uh seeing him run to get to transition but you know he didn't have to do the obstacles he just ran to transition right (laughs) but i knew i had every bit of gas left in me after that That, and after that it was great now i do have to say this i finished the race and i can't find the man let me tell you he had (laughs) been to every vendor with every pretty girl to make sure he had said hello before he had found me again. I swear. That's funny. That's funny. What a good yeah. memory, too. Yeah, that, so, that was actually, that was a big point for me. And that was that year. Wasn't it like over 32 miles that year, too? Yeah, yeah. It ended up being a little bit longer. I I got to be honest. I, I, I kind of realized I'm better at the second laps of races. I don't know why it was hard. I'm like, I just, I guess I, I don't lose <clears> steam as much, but. I was like, this is fine. I was like, the same pace is the same pace. I'll run all day. See, that's really, my problem. I lose steam on the second lap. I, if oh, I could please, put together my second ahead. lap like <laughs> I did the first lap, I'd be so much better. <laughs> oh, my. Because I like every time I come into transition, I was like, man, I ran that lap too fast. And <laughs> I was like about <laughs> to slow down. Every lap too fast, man. Yeah. I can barely keep up. What you talking about? <laughs> I know I'm like, everybody's going to catch up with me on the second lap because I ran too fast and now I'm tired. No, no, no. We hardly ever even get close. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this feels like a good pace. And I'm like, man, I'm dying. <laughs> it's like I'm always suffering in a suffer pace on the second lap, you know. Yeah, but you still get it done. Yeah. <laughs> you always get it done. 
I know, but I'll always regret it. I wish I could go out there and like pace myself to like, okay, and just see if I could pace myself the same way through the whole race. But man, it's hard to pace yourself in a obstacle. Oh my gosh, race. it is, especially at the beginning. Right. Like, you know, everyone's going, no matter what you say, I'm going to keep this steady pace the whole time. Yeah. Your body says, I got to catch up with that guy. He ain't going to get that far ahead of me. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> I mean, it's like you have to kind of just do it on perceived effort, you know? And it's like, I, you can just feel like, I know I'm pushing too hard. I need to back off. So Absolutely. It's, it's kind of one of those A lot of times, we're also weather and temperature dependent. I got to be real with you about it. Like, I, if I start overheating early, I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Like, let me turn this down for a second or take off some clothing or something. Jesus. Right. I know. And, and it's like, even though Carolina was a really cold race, and I don't like running cold races, I feel like I perform better in cold races. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like you hot races. That, you gotta strip it. Like even, holy cow! Like there was one race. I don't remember which one. I think maybe Ohio years ago. But I was running it, and I got so hot in the first lap. I'm like, screw this! I took off my top and shoved it in my pants. I was like, I, I can't wear this. I'm mm. going to die. Yeah. <clears throat> did you get one of those new pennies for Fayetteville? I did. The 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 kind of cinching. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the elastic on the bottom of it because you could pull it up and, like, go into your belt and the shirt wouldn't get in your way. I like that about it. Yeah. But that shirt does not breathe as good as those other ones. Oh, my gosh, no. I mean, like, it's like wearing armor. Yeah. And, frankly, I can feel it. Like, I, it, it, mm. yeah. that second lap of Fable, I know you did, too. It was hot. Yeah. Like, it felt it, it felt really hot actually at certain points i know i still got some of my older jerseys i might like if it's another hot ultra I, like i'm probably going to wear that for the next it's actually week. a smart idea i have yeah. plenty of those <laughs> like, i got some that are brand new in the bag because i would just wear some of the other ones because i always cut that outer hoop off of the thing so it yeah, doesn't chafe so my actually, arms it's like a, so if it's like a normal human being yeah sorry. right <laughs> <laughs> exactly i think i have an old green one from way back in the day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Because they only did those like one year. What year was that? Was it 2017? I don't even remember. It I think it was 2017. 2017. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the year I didn't run any ultras was 2017. Yeah. Lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we want to reverse that question now. What has been your least favorite race and why? Oh, my. Huh. I gotta honestly say, it would have to be Telluride last year. I had set a goal in my head. I came nowhere near it, and I really <laughs> believe it was near because of the elevation. Right. Like I got the minimum qualifications for the medals and all this stuff, and still you're still in the top ten in your age group. That's yeah, that's great. Whatever. <laughs> but <clears throat> I sat there, I was like, I didn't come close to what I wanted. And I really couldn't breathe. I wasn't having fun. Like, I don't mind running for 12 hours, 24 hours, because some parts of it are really fun. I didn't have any fun. Like, that was really tough for me. And that wasn't your first race at Elevation, too. And, and that was another thing I wanted to ask you. How do the Elevation races normally affect you? They hurt. Um, <laughs> I'm good at about 8,000 feet. After that, it goes, I mean, like, I guess actually 6,000, I should say, like 6,000 is at, at, the, at the base, and we kind of go up to eight maybe. I can handle that at a peak, but God bless it. Anything past that, I suck. Mm. Like, I'm bad. 
So it just just affect like your breathing. It just feels oh, like for me, I can't I can't breathe as well. I feel like right. I'm just sucking wind. I'm like I am not this tired. I'm not this fatigued. But right. yeah, I really do feel like I'm sucking wind. Mm. It's horrible. And so how many miles did you get at Telluride? I don't even remember. Uh, maybe forty. Like I mean, it was not good for right. me. It was in that range because mm. they did like a six mile loops. Yeah. I think so. I, I think it was a little bit over. 40-ish, whatever it was, but it was not good for me. Right. Um, like, uh, there was a lot of people that crushed that race. Like, uh, they had some pe- a couple guys from out of the country that just, just killed it. Hmm. I know Rachel Waters did really good out there, and she uh, she told me, she's like, I just walked a lot. <laughs> and then towards the end, yeah. she started running, but she said for a lot of the time, she was, you know, you know, if it was anything uphill, you know, she said she was walking it and just trying to save herself for the whole 24 hours. And she said, absolutely. Yeah. Towards rough. the end, she was able to run when a lot of people were still walking or were walking. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, all right. So what is your race ritual? I mean, you've already told us that you carb load like three days coming up to a race, yeah, but yeah. like, what do you do? Like, do you have like a go-to meal that you eat Friday night? What do you eat for breakfast Saturday morning? Like, what are your supplements you're taking? You totally broke up on me, buddy. Hello. I'm sorry. Are you there? Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, I hear. I hear you. Okay. My bad. So, My bad. so like, what is like your race ritual? Like, do you have like a go-to meal that you eat Friday night? Like on Saturday morning, oh. what's your breakfast? What kind of supplements are you taking? What's your secrets to crushing these races, man? Pedialyte the night before, whole whole thing of it. Like I'll be honest, with you, the Advanced Care Plus. Don't fall for that that regular stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I basically like I didn't know that, I didn't know there were like different Pedialytes. So I was like looking at the label one day. So I don't know this either. What's the difference? I, I think it has more electrolytes in it or something. Oh. I don't know, but it looks cooler. <laughs> at least the label does. <laughs> So get the bottle with the cool label. Got it. I, I'm being honest. I was laughing at myself. I was like, I'm not a baby. I'm going to use this one. <laughs> but did that. Um, let's see here. I really, I know I, I repeated this before, but I have my bagel bites also the night before. I actually have ramen noodles. Um, I buy two lean cuisines. Please don't laugh. It's just what I do because I'm at a hotel usually, so I'm microwaving this stuff up. And... Uh, for like, if I'm hungry at all for anything else, I'll usually get some sushi. I don't know why. It's just what I do the day before. And um, I, I kind of like to snack on just something sweet. It just depends on what I feel like that day. Right. In the morning, oatmeal, yogurt, and if it's a ultra that's going to be rough, like Killington, uh, some sort of like breakfast wrap or burrito or something right uh, but always three hours before i even leave like i'll get up at two or three a.m to eat me too um me too y- you got to right I swear it's by it. three hours before yeah i'm like that's the last bit of food that's going in me is three hours before i don't yep. care uh, that's, right. that's that's for sure yep. um i do use like a, a a lot of frog fuel is kind of a big go-to for me and uh I know you see me with those tapes on my hands. I actually like to have those wadden duns on my hands before I get to the race because it saves my hands a little bit. I don't know what it is. I have calluses, but they don't hold up all the time. Right. I have no clue why they get ripped. I mean, like, it's just weird. I'm my not, girlfriend not has that problem, too. It sucks. Yeah. It's like it's just not fun. Right. Um, but 
yeah, yeah, have the clothes laid out, that kind of thing. That, 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 is, that is me when it comes to pre... Oh, and of course, the, the restroom usage. We all... Right. Everyone that runs Ultra knows the, rest, the restroom usage. <laughs> of course. So, like, after you run a race, do you have, like, a, a recovery process that you go through in order to get ready for your next race? Okay, I thought you meant like a recovery meal or something. Like, be honest well, that too. After I mean, race. <laughs> what's your go-to recovery meal? <laughs> okay, well, I used to be whatever the signature fast food was. <laughs> I'm not BSing you. If it was White Castle or In-N-Out, yep, I'm going. All right, if it's uh, Duck Donuts, I'm going. Like, it was just, I was so bad. Like, I don't, I don't care. Now I'm a little bit better about it. I try to eat a little bit more of a lean meat and then something easier for my body to digest. I mean, right. bit, like, I was terrible for the first few years of the ultras. I would just eat everything. I don't know, man. After but, um, an ultra race, man, I'm like pounding cheeseburger wings and pizza or whatever I can get. In. I just destroy whatever I can get on. Right. Oh, man. And then recovery-wise, I, I I'm, I'm sure you, you've done this or have some friends that definitely, you know, like, I wear compression socks. Right. Like, I, I don't know why. I mean, I know it's a little bit, you know, does it really do much? I mean, like, anything to kind of help put a little bit of compression on my, on my calves especially. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, when I get home, I'm really fortunate that I could lay up pretty good. Um, I definitely do over, I wouldn't even say recovery run. It might be like a recovery high end walk. Really? Right. I mean, I'm just trying to move, move the body around a little bit. You, you, you travel for these too. And you know, yeah. those legs, if they sit, they just, Oh, they get so nasty on you. Right. Yeah. And you can't do what you usually do at all. Um, Otherwise, you know, the next few days, I usually don't, I mean, I eat pretty healthy anyway, so I'm not worried about it, but um, I, if I feel like I need to have some extra carbs or some, or maybe even an extra red piece of meat or something, I'll, I'll, I'll have that kind of thing the next few days. Right on. So, nothing so crazy. I don't do, I don't do a lot. <laughs> I, I should probably do more for recovery. <laughs> we probably all should, really. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't really do a ton in particular for it. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, that's just the way it goes, you know. Exactly. You know, it's like when you finish a 50K, you're probably like, I should probably stretch a little bit after running 30 miles. But, no, I'm just going to walk around and talk to my friends and eat bananas and drink Fit Aids. (laughs) (laughs) Or or the worst thing we all do. We get done. We're starting to cramp. You know what? I'm just going to lay here in the most awkward position and watch my friends cross the line. Right. (laughs) That's what I did in Fayetteville. Man, it started raining, like, right as I finished the – race and i just laid on my back and just let it rain on me at the finish line <laughs> it's like i'm here it was awesome I'm let this water shower over me <laughs> yeah i was glad the race was over <laughs> oh i don't blame you <clears throat> all right akash man i'm out of questions man is there anything you want to add to this oh no except just thanks man i mean it's really nice to like have OCR family that cares. And frankly, if anybody decides to listen to this to the end, which I hope they do, is just that, you know, it's quite the community. And frankly, it does, I think, really enrich people's lives in ways that people don't don't realize at all times. Oh, man, I agree with that. Totally. So, Thanks, so, bud. So, uh, um, can tell people where they can find you, like Instagram and Facebook and oh, on, yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't making any money there. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, at Spartan Guard, 
G-A-R-G is uh, my Instagram handle. And of course, um, Akash, A-K-A-S-H, uh, Garg, G-A-R-G for my Facebook. That's what I usually use. If you're at Spartanburg Community College, I guess you could just you know call the office and say, that guy over there, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the one walking down the hallway with a subway in his hand. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do know my students... I think my students do know when I'm having like a race week because I'm walking around with this water bottle with all the neon color electrolytes possible, right. I guess. They <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, hey, Akash, man, I appreciate you taking time to do this. Oh, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the interview. I want to thank Akash again for taking the time to talk to us. Okay, so last Thursday... You know, that Wednesday leading up to it, everything was fine. I got up Wednesday morning. I ran. It was a little hot outside, you know. Had plenty of fluids all day long. And, I mean, I ate plenty of food all day long, you know. I went to bed Wednesday night, and I felt fine. Um, You know, no issues. And my girlfriend was here. And I think she got up to go to the restroom in the middle of the night. And it was like 1.30, 1.45, something like that. So I get up and I go to the restroom. And my bathroom's connected to the bedroom. And it's probably, once you get out of bed, it's within 30 feet of the bed. You know, I've got a big bedroom. And, you know, describing the bedroom, it's a king-size bed. And there's probably like six feet between the front of my bed and like a chest of drawers with a TV on top of it. And you would go to the right from my side of the bed to go out of my bedroom and like down the hall. But if you just walk straight, like if you got out of my bed and walked straight, you would walk right into the master bathroom. Okay, so I get up and I walk. And the next thing I know is I'm stumbling backwards towards the door, which means somehow I turned sideways and stumbled backwards towards the door and I fell down. And I remember stumbling backwards and falling because I have like another chair that's by the door, like leading out. My back hit the, hit the chair a little bit and I was like, well, that was weird. I guess I just was half asleep and stumbled and I fell. And so I get up and I go to the bathroom and, you know, I've got a window sill right above my bathroom. And I remember resting my arm on that window sill and just had like a cold chill just go across, come across me. Kind of like, you know, when you got a fever, you know? And so I, I was thinking, I remember this, you know, like it was five minutes ago. And I was thinking to myself, I hope I'm not getting sick, you know, because this kind of feels like a fever. And I start walking back to the bed. I know I make it out of the bathroom. And, you know, and at that point, I'm probably 15 feet away from my bedside. And so the next thing I know is my head or my nose hits the nightstand and, like, I don't remember falling. I don't remember losing my balance. So I'm like, holy shit, I just passed out and, you know, totally have broken my nose on the nightstand. And 
So now Leanne, she jumps out of bed and is like freaking out and she turns the light on and comes to my side of the bed and just sees me on all fours and just blood's gushing out of my nose. And uh, I'm just freaking out and I'd be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And so like, I just tell her to get me a towel and I just lay there on the floor for maybe a couple of minutes and I'm just catching blood and she's like, let's go to the ER. And I said, no, I don't, I don't want to go to the ER. I just need to just lay here a minute and just kind of just think about this, you know, and just relax because I was just rocked, you know, at the moment, you know, and like, I guess like when I fell, my body must've been like totally limp because like I must have hyperextended my neck because, like, I've got, like, a crick in the back of my neck for where I hit my face on the nightstand, you know. And so, finally, I just sit up at the end of the bed, and I'm on the floor. I'm not sitting on the bed. And, like, I lose my eyesight for, like, a minute. And I'm like, what the freak is going on? And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of freaking out because I'm like, I can't see. And I don't know how long it was. It seemed like it was maybe a minute. And, you know, it kind of like faded back in. And at first I wasn't thinking about it, but I was like, yeah, that's probably because I just broke my nose on the nightstand. And so I was like, and she wanted to go to the ER. And I said, no, I feel okay now. Let's just try to go back to sleep. And in the morning, you know, I'll go see the doctor. You know, we got an employee health doctor and I'll go see them. And so I get up the next morning and I'm like, scared to get up out of the bed and you know wondering if I'm just going to pass out and fall down you know because like this is the first time anything like this has ever happened to me so I was kind of freaking out and I'm not gonna lie I was I was just scared I was just like is this the beginning of like some condition that I you know that's going to change the way my life is you know I mean so I didn't sleep very good I did finally fall asleep, but it was not a very restful sleep. But anyway, I ended up getting up and feeling okay, you know, besides having a broken nose at this point, and my face was swelling up. So I go to the doctor, and they uh, they pulled labs, and they did an EKG, and I pretty much told her everything that was going on. And she, um, I, you know, I can't remember everything she said. But she said, uh, you know, it might have been just one of those things. You got up too fast and, like, you know, your heart rate just wasn't, you know, ready to pump all the blood up to your brain and, you know, just passed out. You know, and, I, you know, I'm no doctor, but I was just thinking, yeah, but after I fell the first time, I was awake. <laughs> after I fell the first time and then the second time, like, it was lights out, like, I don't remember falling. I just remember waking up when I hit my face on the nightstand. So it was kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, I work in a building This, you know, got a, a bunch of doctor practices in it. And uh, my labs came back fine. My EKG was fine. And uh, I was talking to another doctor. Or I was talking to my friend that's a nurse in the building. And I was telling her about it. And the doctor overheard. And I know her a little bit too. And she said, you know you should really come in and let me check you out and we'll get some more tests done. So I did that and uh, I went back to the, uh, and that was today. 
I saw her today, and uh, she thought that everything looked fine, but we did like a cardiogram just to make sure that, you know, everything's cool with my heart, and that ain't the reason why I'm passing out. So, you know, it, I haven't had any problems. I haven't done like any really like fast-paced run since it happened. I've only run once since it happened, and it was last, thir last Thursday morning it happened. And I've done some some workouts, you know, but everything I've tried to just kind of take it easy and not kill myself because, you know, I don't, I'm hoping this was just like some kind of freak occurrence and maybe that's all it was, was I just got up too fast and, you know, I was just in a dead sleep, you know, and that was all it is, you know, um, but it was really scary and, uh, and Leanne was freaking out and, um, I just didn't know what to think, you know, but, uh, it rocked my world and like my nose, luckily, um, I don't think my nose is like broken to the side. It's just like straight in the front. So I won't be a whole lot uglier, but I've got like the bruising up underneath my eyes and stuff. So, but they said that, <clears throat> you know, my nose will heal back and it wasn't that bad. I think it's just a surface fracture on it but uh i mean even the tech that did my cardiogram she said that everything everything appeared to be okay so i'm waiting for the cardi cardiologist i guess to inspect that and hear back from my doctor but anyway that's how my week went last week you know that's and that's what i was and been telling people too you know we finished in an episode talking about ultras i was like yeah i did i did my biggest race week or my biggest month of racing I think I've ever done. I did two ultras pretty much in, you know, a two-week span, and I've never done that, you know. And I think I only fell one time in New Jersey where I could just tell I just straight busted my ass. So in 60 miles of racing, I fell one time, and I got up one morning <laughs> too fast out of bed and fell two times going to the bathroom that's 50 feet away, tops. You know, so it's just, just a crazy event that happened, and it sucks getting old. And uh, I hope that's all it amounts to be. Uh, I'll keep you posted. If anybody wants to see a picture, my nose broke and me bruising under, just send me a message. I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, we'll see. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and. My next race is Palmerton, which is probably a good thing because <clears throat> I probably need a little break, I guess, since my body doesn't want to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. But uh, anyway, we'll see you at the next race. Peace.